Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. We're going to have Tom Lynch join us from the Crows shortly, but let's start with John Longmire, the Swans coach. They're zero and two. John, good morning and welcome to Crunch Time. Good to be here. What have you taken out of last night initially? Uh, Well, we uh, improved on our midfield effort from the week before. We were absolutely smashed around the ball the week before against the Doggies, and uh, we're better at that. Um, The ground balls uh, had more inside 50s in Adelaide, but our execution was... Was poor except for really the the second quarter. So um, you know we got to get that that part of the game right. We got one part of the game a bit better, but uh, you need to make sure you get the with the ball in use, ball in hands. That part of the game a bit better than what we did last night. Was it was it frustrating? It felt like every now and then you you were on the brink of being right there to challenge. Yeah, yeah. And look, it, um, you know we got there at, you know, just before half time. Our second quarter, we had nine shots of goal, kicked five goals, and. And you start to think we're starting to play the sort of footy we want to play, and then uh, and just slip back again with the execution in the in the third third term, and um, and really couldn't get back into it. So um, yeah, it's not not ideal. We just got to keep working on it. We make it a lot of uh, zero two horse, and it's a, it's not a great spot to be, obviously. And we talk a lot about the teams that uh, really can't make the finals from here. You guys have been there multiple times and found a way to recover. What what sort of language? You know, let us in house a little bit. What sort of language do you go with now? Do you talk about results? Do you talk about just simply what's working or maintaining belief? How do you how do you find that balance? Yeah, I mean, you, you just got to just go about the areas in the game you need to get right, and um, it's not about the results. It, it never is in regards to getting the process right. It's just about making sure we fix the areas of the game we need to be more consistent at, and we've shown bits and pieces here and there, but we haven't been consistent at it for four quarters. Um, last night, uh, whilst we got a lot more, oh, we, we certainly got more inside fifties uh, than Adelaide. We didn't use the ball well. We didn't um, execute with the with the type of football that we like to play. So there's parts of the game that you focus on. You don't tend to get worried about the or focus too much on the result. We look at uh, the scoring profiles all the time, and it's an easy out to sort of say that. Um the Swans aren't scoring as heavily as what you'd probably like, and, and again, that was the case last night. Is it a matter of, is it a matter of ball movement? Is it a matter of uh, being able to cash in on your inside fifties? What do you put it down to, or give us an idea of what you're thinking? Uh, well, it's, it's, it's always not one thing; it's always a couple of things, and um, you know, we're not we're not getting the, the easiest shots at goal, and and, and that's a, that's a bit about our ball movement, a bit about our. Uh, where our personnel are running, it just you know, it's just about making sure when you get those opportunities, when you're going forward, to be able to kick a, kick a, a so-called easier goal, that you make the most of those opportunities. And um, you know, we kicked eight goals, fourteen last night, um, and uh, you know we've got to reverse it. We, we just need to be able to get those easier goals um, through a bit more fluid uh, ball movement. 
John, will you seek clarification from the umpires? Free kicks, 11 discrepancy, I think it was, and particularly late, the one that wasn't paid against Reed when you had some momentum and you were coming late in the last quarter? Oh, there's a couple there. Um, you know, we, we gave a lot of, uh, I think it was sort of 15 to 27 free kicks. Um, but there was a few that were there around the scramble, around the stoppages in particular. But uh, there was a couple there that we were, we're a bit unsure of, and um, and it's about where they are and when they are that you'd like to be able to cash in and, and make the most of those opportunities and get a bit of momentum, particularly when you're trying to call yourself like, call yourself back into the game. But um, you know we'll probably speak to them during the week. But um, there's not a lot you can do about it now. That game's gone. There's not a lot you can do about the the new hundred meter penalty rule either. But um, just from a, a neutral observer, your thoughts on on the new rule because it cost you one last night. Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, we just made a mistake. Uh, Colin just made a mistake with that. So um, um, that was that was what happened. It was a goal, cost us a goal, but um, it just made a blue. I mean, that's the rules. You got to play by them and adjust to them. Did you um, find that amusing in the box, John, as much as what we did watching the uh, television? What's that, King? The, the hundred meter penalty. Well, I thought the thought that he was going to tackle him three times as they were, as they were doing the second fifty meter penalty. How, how does that happen? I mean, we've had a lot of discussions in here about whether the players should be aware of that rule or whether that rule is a little bit unforgiving. Well, I mean, it's, it is what it is. I mean, we we discuss it as as, as, a, as players and coaches to be able to understand what you need to be able to get out of that area, and so it is. That's the rule. I mean, whether I agree with it or not, there's not a lot of leeway to it. I'm not sure what it was brought in for in regards to that. I don't think it was a big issue in the first place, but um, that, that's the rule. And so you need to adjust to it, and we didn't adjust to it last night and gave away on the meter penalty. John, Bob here. I'm just curious how, how, the, how the leaders of, of your group are, are holding up. You had a slow start a couple of years ago where you lost um, you know, a number of games at the start of the season. We're not at that stage yet, but... Do you think that that will be referenced at all about how, how that playing group got themselves out of it in 2017? Yeah, I mean, but those just going. I mean, our blokes have you know had some tough challenges in the past and been able to get themselves going. So we've got enormous faith in them to be able to do that. I mean, zero two, not an ideal start, but it's two games in a row and it's in the middle of the year, it's not taking as much notice just because of the start. It, it sort of highlighted a bit more, but. Um, we we've been in a situation where we've lost a couple of games at the start of the year before, and we've been able to um, work our way through it. And um, leaders in particular have been able to maintain the faith and get themselves going. So you know, we're confident that'll happen. The media and 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 footy clubs we we do tend to dissect losses uh, more so than the wins. But with with the training, the sort of compromised training setup you've got up there at the moment, does it? Do you think that has any effect, or you, you just dismiss that? Oh, we, we can't do anything about it. We don't have anything, any control over that. It, it is what it is. So we um, we, we get on with it. Um, you know, that's just part of what we've, what we've had for a few years. And um, we know that probably as of the middle of this year, it'll change and we'll be able to have an elite training venue. Um, we've, we've had our challenges for the last few years in regards to that. But um, there's, there's light at the end of the tunnel in, in regards to elite training venues. And, and we're certainly heading down that path very quickly, which is great for a footy club. How is how are you seeing the transition of this midfield, John? I thought Papley was really good at centre bounces last night. Maybe Heaney and, and, and Mills' opportunities aren't as fruitful at the minute, and you probably need them in other areas, to be honest. But how are you seeing this midfield evolve from what we've known over the you know the previous five to ten years? Yeah, it's, it's, I think Josh, Josh was pretty good last night. I mean, he 
probably had a quiet one up to his standards for the first week, but he was pretty good last night. Yeah. Um, Ollie Florence, uh, those guys coming through, Harry Cunningham, um, uh, Harry's been okay so far this year. Ollie's just working his way back into a bit of form. So there's, there's a number of blokes coming through that midfield. Isaac was um, positioned a bit more forward last night. He's had a bit of a sore ankle since the JLT too. And uh, we needed to come on down back last night just because of um, his Sunday's withdrawal. And, and um, I mean, those boys at both ends of the ground are usually pretty good at it. I mean, we got more inside 50s last night in our opposition. We just didn't use the ball very well. And sometimes you just got to make sure you identify what the actual cause was. Do you think we? Do you think? Sorry, Kane. Do you think we go too hard on reviews of, of players not knowing the physical ailments they're carrying in? I think that you know we're all probably looking at. Franklin's had an impact at preseason. Uh, we don't know the fitness of some of the guys you're just touching on there. I mean, how how far up against it are you at the moment with the impact on, on players that are having to to front up for you? No, we're okay. I mean, like every team, you, you have those challenges every week. So, no, that's got, that's got nothing to do with it. I mean, that's just uh, part and parcel of the game. So, um, uh, you, you get on with the job. Every team has those challenges every week. So, we're not no different to really any other team in that regard. Franklin looked uh, much sharper last night. Horse, have you got the routine down with how you prepare him now? There was a lot spoken last year about his lack of training. Same this year in an interrupted pre-season. Um, yep. Are you managing him okay now? And is there light at the end of the tunnel with, with his body? Yeah, look, he's um, he, he's been training for about four weeks before round one. Uh, was able to get himself in pretty good nick. Um, even though it was a limited preparation, he didn't play any games before round one. And then last week coming off, going on a six-day break, uh, we weren't sure whether he trained at all, but he was able to train during the week, which is a good sign, and uh, and play huge minutes and look a lot freer last night and really contribute to us. So uh, we're going to an eight-day break next week and we expect the training to, to increase. Um, that's what we'd like to happen. It's certainly best when, when a, you know he's out there training with us, not only for him, but for the rest of the team as well. So um, getting used to him in, in the forward part of the ground, obviously, is a very important part of it. And so far, he's been able to pull up well from games, which is a really good sign. Did you like what you saw with him last night? He did have a few moments. <laughs> yeah, dude, he had the, he had the uh, those long bombs. <laughs> when he was when he was kicking freely like he was last night, a couple of times, you know, he's feeling good about himself, and uh, he was able to let loose a couple of big ones from uh, from 50, 60 metres out last night. And you now we're we're really pleased with what, how he's going. He just needs to be able to keep improving and, and keep playing and training to standards that we know he can do. And, now he's such an important part, but he's not the only part of the team as well. John, why did you come to the bench to coach for periods last night? I did it a few times during the course of the pre-season. So I went down there quite a, quite a number of times and got a different perspective. It's obviously a bit different with the runners not being able to use it at the moment. And uh, so I went down there a couple, last night again for the first quarter. I planned actually just to do it earlier, then come back in the box. And that's what I did. I think you need to have a bit of flexibility with that. Um, go down there when you need to and come back up and, and that's, what, that's what I did. What's the gains and what do you give up by being down there? Uh, you don't, certainly don't get to see the game as well. Um, it's it's, a, it's, a, uh, it's uh, a little bit more difficult, obviously, to see your shape, offensive and defensive shape, um, but obviously you're able to speak to the players face-to-face. So you know, it's, it's, it has its pluses and minuses, but you, I think at different times you do have the flexibility to do what you need to do and what you see too. So is that specifically rate, uh, related to the change in the runner? Uh, well, it's, yeah, it's more related to that. Um, one of the areas that um, that we need to make sure we keep adjusting to and um, and just 
you know, just seeing what's happening out in the ground and, and getting that message across to the players is very important. Do you actually like being down there, or is it just what's required at times? I think it's just what's required at times. You just got to have the flexibility to be able to do it. Um, and I mean, I'm not the only one. There's plenty. Of, obviously, I, I don't haven't done it a lot over the years. I've done it this year um, a few times, but you know, a number of coaches obviously go up and down. Damien Hardwick did the other night, and you do what you need to do at the time. You lose one of your defensive mechanisms when you go down to the to the bench. You can't cover your mouth as effectively <laughs> when you're giving feedback uh, to the players and, and the and the umpires, which, which is a, seems to be a bit of a frustration across the competition at the moment. The umpire, I know you don't want to talk specifically um, about decisions that are made or not made, John, but there is a bit of confusion around. There seems to be a little bit of confusion whether it's players or coaches or there's just a there's just a a hint of of um, anger and tension at the moment. Is that fair to say? Um, well, there is when you lose. Uh, <laughs> you get a, you're not too happy when you lose. You get a little bit more anger and tension when you lose. Can you? But, um, look, I, I think there's going to be a period of adjustment with the new rules. Um, they've made some big changes at AFL headquarters in regards to the umpiring. There's been some huge changes there. And um, we've been talked through that, and we think in the long term it's, it's going to really benefit the, that part of the game. It's such an important part that needs to be resourced. And uh, it looks like it's finally happening. And I think it's been a bit overdue, to be honest. And so we expect those changes to be able to be implemented, which they have been improvements to be made over, over the coming year and years. I think they're moving in the right direction. What was your coming into the season, John? So 0-2, put that to the side. Did, did you feel like this year was going to offer um, challenges, different challenges to what you've experienced? And... I guess the outside question was, was this the year that you would take the backward step that people have been sweating on for years? Uh, well, we, we didn't plan on taking, we still don't. They're taking, a, taking a backward step. It's still running two games in. But we we understand we, we're bringing new players into our team and it's not going to be always an upwards and onwards trajectory that those players will be on. So um, they're playing significant roles for us. I'm out uh, this morning actually watching our reserves. We've got some really good young players coming through here as well. So... It's not going to be always um, upwards and uh, continuing to improve. There's going to be some sometimes some players going in and out of form when they're particularly when they're young, and um, and we'll see a bit of that. But at the same time, we want to make sure we're still competitive, and you know, we're absolutely the foremost of our minds to still be competitive every week. Can I just refer you back to Alistair Clarkson? Twenty seventeen says they have to have they had to have that year. To, he called it recalibrate. He thought they may have been mm. able to maybe finish seventh or eighth, but what was the point? If they weren't there to win the premiership, reset, recalibrate was the word he chose, and then mm. set sail in 2018 and beyond, and, and you can see where he's gone. Will there, would there ever be a point where you recalibrate? Uh, we kind of recalibrate all the time. Can you? <laughs> We're, um, um, you know, if you look at the fact that over the last three years, our debutants have played 80 more games than any other team in the competition. And so that's happened over the last three years. And um, we've played a significant amount of young players in, in key roles for us over the last over that period of time. So um, we're going through that phase and we're, we're, hand, we're not handing those games to players. We're, we're making sure those players are, are playing key roles for us. And whilst they're coming through, it'll have its ups and downs. And um, call it recalibrate or whatever you like. But you know, at, the, at the same time, now, we're still trying to be competitive every week, and we think that teaches them good habits as well. So that process is, is being going, and it will continue to be ongoing. 
John, we really appreciate your time this morning. Good luck for what's to come. No worries. Thanks, guys. John Longmire, the Sydney coach, with us on Crunch Time. We'll dissect some of that straight after 12 with the takeouts. Tom Lynch is about to join us from the Crows. It's Crunch Time for Honda's 50th birthday celebration. Continues with great offers until March 31. Search Honda 50 for details and fall in love with lunch again at Subway with 19 fresh new ingredients at participating restaurants. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.